0: Ba 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 This is the golden hurricane. we are not recording We are back for a second season we did not get canceled because we have nothing to support us so it doesn't really matter
1: except tulsa hops 99 cents thank you tulsa month. hop
0: <laughs> you mysterious beautiful boy <laughs>
1: are back after a, a nice break for the summer aside from a couple of offseason episodes that we did we are back with some smoking hot Tulsa sports coverage in case you forgot from last season I am Ryan Token I'm
0: Matt Rectine and I'm Pat Fox
1: and we are super super pumped for this year can't wait for the football team season Oprah against Michigan State on August 30th uh, we'll do a season preview episode next week with a I guess not a mystery special guest, Uh, we'll tease that later on or we can say right now whatever you guys want to do. But this week we are going to catch up on all the big news that came out of the summer and also kind of a little bit of stuff that's been going on with football preseason camp so far. So let's get started.
2: Are we calling this one Two Golden, Two Hurricast? Is that... Oh, I like that.
0: Or, I mean, still Hurricast the second if we're going off the Beethoven theme. Mainly just the notebook I write in is from the movie Beethoven.
1: All right, so we've got a lot to talk about. We haven't recorded an episode, and it's been, I don't know.
2: Since the spring game.
1: Is that right? Yeah, Yeah, been a long time then. Oh, Dunks and Zave. Yeah, that was the last one. Um, So we're going to cover everything Daquan Jeffries has been up to with the magic. We're going to talk about Chuck Harrison on the Bulls. Uh, UConn left the conference, if you didn't hear that. So the implications of that and what's going to go on um, after that. Uh, Yeah, thank God a little bit. Uh, Christian Williams coming back to the team is a huge deal. We're super pumped about that. So we'll talk about that to you football players that are in the NFL right now and trying to make rosters. And then a little bit about preseason camp, like I mentioned before. Uh, so let's start with Daquan. Uh, he's on the Orlando magic played in them all summer league. Um, I'll leave it to one of you guys. What was your thoughts on how he did this summer and what do you think about the deal?
2: Can I just preference, like before we even get on this and say how absurd it is that he didn't get drafted? It is, that's like, true. Good point. The people that ended up getting, like, I, I'm just, like, I was pissed off. I watched the entire draft, and I was more upset as we got to the later rounds. I feel like a lot of teams are going to regret, like, not picking them up.
0: Yeah, well, later rounds. There's two rounds. But later picks in the second <laughs> I mean, round, later, yeah. yeah, obviously. But a lot of the time, teams use it for, like, draft and stash because they don't want to put a second-round pick on their team. So they'll get some European guy. And keep him over there and just see what happens. So really, like past like pick forty five, a lot of the times they're just kind of bad. Really? So that's why I mean. Then I think people, I think a lot of teams viewed Daquan as a two way player, which is you know you play most of the time in the G League, then you can spend forty five days with the NBA team. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good contract. It's like you get paid the G League salary in the G League, then the NBA salary when you were actually with the team. So you can make a I mean a good chunk of money for like any one of us, but like for an NBA player, it's dirt cheap. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's what I think the magic literally offered him a two way contract, but he turned it down.
1: I know I saw that. And I saw, so the, the deal he ended up signing was this exhibit 10 thing. So can you, you talked about the the two way deal and how that works with 45 days, um, on the, on the actual NBA team, right? Yeah. But what's the difference between a two way deal and an exhibit 10
0: Exhibit ten. I don't know how new it is. I don't know if it's been around since the two-way's been around this last couple of years as the G League gets bigger. But from what I could figure out, I don't know if this was what he was looking for when he did not, when he turned down that two-way deal. Because what can I what I could figure out was so the exhibit ten is it's basically a contract that you get a guaranteed invite to the camp, um, and once you go through the exhibit ten, the team can either waive you or sign you to a two-way contract. And if they uh. waive you, then they can sign you to the G League team and you can get up to a $50,000 bonus. It's from like 5,000 to $50,000 depending on like how many days you're on the team. So if you spend like 60 days with the team, you get the guaranteed of 50,000 plus your actual When you
2: say team? Are you talking actually with the Magic? Yes, with okay. the
0: Magic. So why, so,
1: I mean, why did he do that? If he I think, was offered I think, the two-way I, contract originally. I think
0: he was hoping a team would sign him to a minimum league deal like an actual like four-way rookie scale deal, not the Magic. Like yeah, since thing. the magic didn't, I think yeah. I think he was hoping some other team would, oh. but that never occurred. So his kind of backup plan was his exhibit ten, which you can still get the two way contract out of, if he does well enough in camp thing and say we'll give you a two way, or if he doesn't they'll say we'll do this, you can be in the G League. Yeah, which I think the difference is if you're, if you play your whole two way you can make up to like two hundred eighty thousand dollars, and based off my math I could be wrong with like an average G League salary. Plus the fifty thousand dollar bonus he'll make around in the hundred thousand dollar range. Yeah. So it's about a hundred thousand dollar difference, which I mean it's a lot of money for like especially I don't think Daquan Jeffrey, it's his first job, you know. Probably, yeah. But he could make millions, what we think based off his talent. But uh it's kind of I mean, undrafted guy, he's gonna have to prove it. Other T U guys have done it. I mean Jerome Jordan, Shaq Harrison, obviously, so it's yeah. not impossible. Shaq Harrison spent a lot of time with the Northern Arizona Suns. Yeah, I know. Kind of similar I think similar players in terms of defense, obviously, and athleticism, mm-hmm. but different positions, and Daquan's a lot bigger and a better shooter. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised
1: to see him, like Matt said, not get drafted was crazy, because he was all the, like, the day before the draft, I was looking at the, the big boys and the everything, projection. and he, he, he was mid-40s up.
0: and stuff. When the draft process started, he was, like, in, like, the 90s on, like, the ESPN guys, oh, yeah. and a lot right. of them and by the end of it he was in the i believe the 30 to 40 range yeah that's where i saw him and he was in, even on some other sites like i like the ringer does a really good mm-hmm. draft stuff and like their big guy had him like as number 30 <laughs> like <as> a <laughs> potential first round pick yeah everybody talking about it like as a safe bet that's what everyone described him as as a safe bet right and it just seemed like i guess people were looking for more upside
1: yeah, I mean, whatever whatever the deal was, I don't know. Uh he he performed well enough in Summer League. I yeah. looked up his stats. There was no I could not find like an easy way to see full Summer League stats on like one page. NBA.com
0: Yeah, no, like nba.com, you had to go like box score yeah, by Yeah. I box had to go score. box score by game. I found average it was basically his did TU you, stats. It was like 13 points. Just, yeah. did you pull all of the box scores. Uh, nice. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, <laughs> yeah, it was so. like 13 points and like one block, one steal.
1: Yeah, pretty much. He had a steal in every game except the first one. Um he had 32 minutes. In the first two games, 30 minutes in the third game, 26 in the fourth game. And he went 13 points, 21 points, 15 points, 8 points, uh, 3 steals in the second game. That was a big one. His second game was easily his best game. Right, 32 minutes, 21 points. That was the game he went 83% from the three-point yeah, line five shot, to, 5 yeah. to
0: 6. Yeah, well, well, he was an anomaly in Summer League because he played defense. I know. Like, yeah, he looked great. So, so Summer League isn't exactly built for players like him. It's like really good for like uh, Gar- Carson Edwards, who yeah. got drafted by the Celtics great at purdue just like freaking shoots the lights out tiny guard right that's what summer league shows off it doesn't show off a guy who just like really plays really fundamental defense is a good spot up shooter good cutter because people don't really pass that much in summer league because everybody's trying to make a roster you know yeah and but trying I trying mean, to prove I feel they're like, awesome
1: i feel like that can also kind of make you stick out a little bit if you're playing really hard defense. i thought it did
0: he, he had like i mean some of his obviously his dunks and his blocks and his really good steals yeah he stood out on that way i think i mean he obviously has his drawbacks he's doesn't really create his own shot. Isn't mm-hmm. the big thing. Not a good ball handler, but... Right. I mean, you see a lot of these guys, you don't want... In the NBA, you don't always want guys shooting. Or not... You don't want them shooting. You don't always want them, like, trying to play make for themselves. Yeah. You want spot-up shooters and great defenders. Didn't Taco
2: get signed to like a full?
0: No, he got exhibit 10 too. Did he? Yeah. Is that what
1: it was? I
2: thought he did
0: get signed. I thought he got a full contract. He's with the Celtics, right? Yeah. I saw exhibit 10. I could be wrong, but when I was looking at the Daquan stuff, it looked like he was exhibit 10 too. Okay.
2: Yeah. He might've been. I think Taco Fall is not a better basketball player than Daquan Jeffries. I would in fact go as far to say, go as far to say that Taco Fall is, a worse basketball player than Daquan Jeffries. You forgot. I would say everybody, seven,
0: six, Matt. everybody who put their name in the draft from the American last year was a worse player than Daquan Jeffries.
1: Yeah, I mean, from a pure scale perspective, I don't think there's any question. Yeah,
0: Shots I at Jeron f- Cumberland. He's, yeah, there's
1: no, he, there's no way he's a better basketball player. I mean, no, he's he, an athletic dude and can get it done, but like, I think stats-wise, he's just not, just not, as, he's no. not there.
0: You know, the only player in the American who I'd say would be better in the NBA. Is my boy Jarell? God, did you see? Did you see his dunk? I think uh, Scott and Holman yeah, podcast. Yeah, I, I saw. They posed, him. He, dude. I mean, we we we'll get into it later in the year, but he's my <laughs> early pick for conference player of the year.
1: I don't see. I mean, I see it. I see it more now than I did. But man, if you get that right, that'll be the prediction of the century.
0: Dude, trust me. Long point guards. The the, the guy that Thunder just got, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Yeah, true. That's who he reminds me Kentucky of Kentucky guy, man. right? Yeah, and his cousin, new yeah. Alexander Walker. God, they have such long names. Yeah.
1: Well, either way, um, he did a good job proving himself in the summer league, so I was glad to see that he played really well. It was super fun to watch those games. Uh, so glad he did well. Hopefully, um, nothing, no like official deal has come out of this. Yeah,
0: no right? camp hasn't started yet. I, I mean, I think he'll be a two way player this year, okay. obviously, but yeah. I, I mean, I think by next year he'll be on an NBA roster. So
2: when yeah, does that? I'm just, I'm bummed. I, I really don't want him to play for Orlando. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Orlando's yeah. like they're not they're, really, they're like. They made the playoffs last year, but they're not
0: really trending. Dude, in the they're not exciting. Dude, they're they've really got, not. They've got those sick pinstripe jerseys. They don't. That was like in the 90s. Retro,
1: man. They wore them during Summer League.
0: Okay, but they don't wear that usually. Their normal jerseys aren't great. Hey, man, they wear them every now and then. That's all you need. No, it, I mean, there's a lot of better teams you could have <laughs> been on. It's true. I mean, yeah. the Magic aren't like a bad team. They'll be like a six or seven seed, I think, but more Still, exciting. Well, well, Go they, Bucks. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't matter. We don't need it. Um, if he's a starter for them all
2: year, I predict magic. Well, That's what foresee. some people were saying. That's yeah.
0: that's the other thing is though they kind of have a roster spot open because their first round pick is the guy from Auburn who tore his ACL in the tournament. Can he only? Oh yeah, be signed? Yeah, yeah. Can he only be signed to a two way contract? Or can no, they, they could. Get his, he could sign he, with somebody else.
2: Well, can they buy him out and then just sign him to a one year non
0: two way contract? I do not know off the top of my head. But I mean, after the two way, you can also be signed to like an actual contract, like that. I think that happened with Daniel House this year, of the Rockets. Right, I'm just
2: wondering if you can do that mid, like during the season, or if that has to, it would have to be. I think you have to year. wait
0: till the two ways up. I could is be the wrong.
2: Is the two way up after your 45 days in the NBA, or is it
0: up yes. after? Like, if you, yeah, it's after. Your, oh, I don't want to be wrong in this. No, it might be. A, I could do more <laughs> research. Sorry, I'm going to fluster. but I think I can't remember. It's like case by case. I feel like, but. Cause I just know NBA teams, you get two, two, two way players at a time. So we'll see, but you only get 45 days in the NBA. So I guess you could keep the guy in the G league or something, but we'll see. I think Daquan's a, I think he's an NBA player. Yeah. I'm I'm
2: curious what a day in the NBA is considered. Is it like a game
0: or is it like you're with the team? You're with the team. I think. Okay. So you had to be like, play one game, send you back to the G league for the one day in right. between games and bring you back up. That seems Sounds really exhausting,
2: detrimental to a player development. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. Moving on. Um, Shaq Harrison played in the summer league, all the summer league games for the bulls, except the last one. He was waived by the bulls right before their last summer league game. And this really confused me. So I need your opinions on this. Um, so he was like, I mentioned way before the last game, uh, the Bulls head coach, Jim Boylan, took over last year. Uh, everything I've read about him, he like loves Shaq, loves everything about him, his work ethic and everything. So why, if they signed him again, um, so, yeah, uh, he got signed again at the end of the, like, after he got waived. Um, why waive him in the first place if they like him and they were just planning on re-signing him anyways? When did,
0: well, it might be because they drafted a point guard, Kobe White, out of UNC, and then they signed one Satoransky from the Wizards. Yeah, I saw that. So that might have been like I don't know what the timing was. It might have been they might have waived him after they signed Satoransky, then decided to bring him back anyways because he's I mean what's his deal is like nothing right yeah, in terms of know. cap space, I mean. it's not like a big cap hit. Yeah, it's a one year deal. I don't remember what the so that's probably a minimum money was. Um, so that's my guess, and I'm I'm guessing it's like we got a roster spot, and it's like he's the coach's favorite, and like I've heard only bad things about that coach. Really? Uh, But it makes sense that he loves Shaq because he's kind of like an old school. Like he loves work, work ethic and hustle yeah. and stuff like that. And that's like basically what Shaq is. Um, That would be my guess. I'm not... Yeah. I, mean, I just I feel, thought it was super weird. Like it was, my, it, is, it is weird. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Because the article I was reading was saying like
1: they waived him, you know, hoping he would clear waivers and then he did and then they signed him back. So like when they waived him, were they just, you know, can you sign him for less money after you have waived somebody or something? Is that the
0: rule? Are no, they, I think it might have been just a... Oh, i really don't know okay it could have been some weird. You... it could have been some weird cap maneuvering but the bulls aren't really at the cap so i don't know it's it is strange it's it's just a weird nba transaction and i feel like with Shaq, guys like that where you're just a borderline player that's gonna happen in your career yeah like luke ridenauer he got traded like five times in a week one time <laughs> okay uh i yeah, remember that one crazy. summer so stuff like that if you're just a backup yeah. point guard you're World. gonna move around a lot gotcha
2: yeah, it says he's signed for a one-year deal for one point four million.
0: Well, that's more than minimum. So one
2: hundred and seventy-five thousand guaranteed.
0: So that's a All waivable right. contract, is what I'm guessing. He's he's a, he's a fourteenth or fifteenth guy. If they need to open a roster spot for somebody, he might get waived. But yeah. also at the same time, I mean, he had a good season last year. Yeah, for he was on Zach Lowe's. What was it? I have posted it. The, oh yeah. Uh, oh man. It like, yeah. It's it's like basically for like really good role players. Right. And I mean. Yeah, he he was one of the
2: best like
0: guards if you look at pure defense. Yeah, no, I mean last yep, year for sure. If I was the Bulls, I'd keep him around just because they're not very good. And if a ba- if a team needs a backup point guard who plays defense like a playoff team, like he perfectly fits that role.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know if uh i think that that sounds that sounds like what probably happened if that's not the case and you know what the actual deal is let us know Thought if you're really.
0: a bulls beat writer who actually has like an insight with the team that'd be nice <laughs> that would be awesome come on the show or shaq harrison great. just personally tell us yeah <laughs> All
1: right yeah if you're listening we're
0: happy you got 1.4 million dollars that's awesome
2: yeah dude congrats fingers crossed he has to stay with the you team at least got 175
0: thousand. 000 that's yeah. way more money yeah, than yeah. i have yep same
1: uh, all right. So moving into football stuff, which is always exciting, especially well, around this time of year. Like um, hybrid football. This is stuff. hybrid football basketball, I guess. Yeah. So Sport, yeah, can,
0: general um, sports. More more women's basketball if we're going by sports they're good it's at. True.
2: <laughs> good point. Uh, so if you haven't po- heard. We're moving this podcast to. because oh, so that's not a shot. It's that, not
0: like a shot. They're, they're really like a dynasty, the greatest. Oh, yeah. No, wins right, basketball. Yeah. No, so it, it is like,
2: a shot, though, because they're football teams. Like, it's yeah, garbage. shot of their football team and kind of basketball team.
0: Um, we'll see. I bet they
1: get better pretty quick. We'll see. I don't know. Mm, um, I don't maybe. know. Anyways, <laughs> what we are all early, beating around the bush about a bitch. is that if you haven't heard, it happened months ago now. Um, but over the off when we weren't recording, so it's worth mentioning. Anyways, UConn left the American Conference. Uh, they are they'll be here for this year for the 2019 2020 season for both football and basketball and all other sports. Um, but starting in 2021 or 2020 to 2021, they are joining the Big East, where they were a charter member and leaving the conference so they'll be a member of no sports uh if you don't know the big east does not have football in any way and so they don't have a they don't have a spot really for football to land they asked to stay in the american uh our commissioner said a hard no on that one yeah, get riddance. Um, everything i've heard is that they've explored the M- the mid-american conference and conference usa and most likely they'll just end up as an independent in football this year until they find a the landing place um, but they're gone, yeah. So starting 2020, uh, after this year, they'll be gone in all sports. I've heard, I've I've
0: heard th- they've been really good on the Canadian like football recruiting trail.
1: I saw that Quebec th-
0: tweet yeah. today. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I've seen that I've yeah. seen it before. I saw that today, but I saw other yeah. stuff too. They're really killing in terms of Canadian players in the football recruiting, so good for them. Quote, killing it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, hey, maybe, uh, maybe Canada's the answer. They just got started on those Canadian guys. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I, I just feel like that school, they just really are just proving that they don't really care about football because this was 100% let's get out of here for our basketball teams to like join the Big East and figure out the football later. And I mean, the fact that they're stating like I personally don't think a college like team should build a stadium that is inconvenient if not like impossible to get to yeah. for your students. Right. Like it's not even in it's in, I think their stadiums like in Hartford
0: their football stadium? Yeah. Is that right?
2: And they're, I mean, Jesus. the school's in stores. Yeah. And so Connecticut's not massive, but it's still like a half hour drive, I think, just to get to the stadium, which is like if, I mean, that's I'm mean i just, like, I'm just took, saying, like, as a student, if yeah. I'm like, oh, who wants to go to the football game, get there at like seven in the morning for tailgating, which I don't necessarily think happens I mean, if UConn. you put it
0: in reference to Gilmore Girls, which took place in Connecticut, it's like if Lorelai went to go visit her parents. <laughs> from uh, Stars Hollow to Hartford. Like, that's a pretty long drive. (laughs) We did that once a week. so
2: It just seems like they really just tried to get more people in Connecticut, but not their students to support football. I
0: mean, and it's
1: one thing, like, Temple in in the American, they do that but they at least have like a, a pretty good consistent product to put on the field. And when you're doing also, that, it's, Philly. it's yeah,
0: hard tem- to put a stadium like in a random place in Philly. Right, you know? And yeah, so sure. temple I mean- is down temples in downtown Philly,
2: right? Yeah. Yeah. And so the stadium's in downtown Philly and I met, it's like so much easier to get around in the city of Philadelphia yeah, than probably. it is the state of Connecticut. Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> I, from a public transportation, what, you know, sure. perspective
0: shots at uh, Connecticut, public transportation. I'll say that. There you go. They're not. They're not great. Um, I've been there. But yeah, I mean, if
1: you're trying to pull, you know, a one and nine team to drive thirty minutes, nobody's
0: going to do that. I mean, it's just not going to happen. It just. What, it, it hurts that did it feel like the reaction of UConn leaving was like, UConn fans were like yeah like oh yeah yeah, I think see you ever, later man I think America, e- I everybody, think everybody was, was like, happy yeah sure <laughs> it was it was like everybody was happy oh, except shucks. for like that
2: those two UConn football fans on Twitter yeah I know um, I feel bad for them
1: that's a good point I didn't even. Uh, I, yeah, I I saw like I saw both sides of that, but I never like looked at it all happening at the same time. Where UConn, yeah, like you were saying, they were all like, "F you guys, we're we're out. Like you're gonna miss us so much." Well, it's like and yeah, it's everybody like, else was saying, "No
0: man, go ahead." It's like, cause what was it? Who who do you think UConn fans uh, hate the most? Is it us? Is it Tulane or is it East Carolina? Dude, pick one. I mean, they they just have a blanket over the bottom. I feel like half it's East Carolina so. for some reason. I mean, it's not a real place, first off. Uh. But yeah, I don't know why they just. They're just like we're in a conference with these guys. Oh sure, it's like they and they still haven't been like what Tulsa Hop always says. What are yeah. we five and four against?
1: Yeah, no, I, six and four now. I we're six think. and four. Yeah. Did I'm we scrape sure. them last year? Um, no, I we. Can't remember. Maybe we are. We five won five.
0: one. I think we only played them once. That's what it was. Yeah, I
2: we were up two on them. Yeah, I think we're five and four. Or I think no, I th- we're six. Yeah, we're we'd six we We'd be six and four then. So as
0: so hopefully probably not this year because we're not gonna be good at basketball. But right now six and four against the great UConn Huskies. I know, man. So yeah, it's all I'm not about that pace. It. That's um, what that's what got us our win last year.
1: But the uh, the implications of that. So the the deal in the American, if you're going to leave the conference, is you have to announce that you're leaving 27 months in advance minimum, uh, and you pay a 10 million dollar exit fee if you do that right so you automatically pay a 10 million dollar exit fee and you have to announce 27 months in advance they did not do that yeah yukon's leaving after this season and they 14? just announced it like two months ago yes yeah, which 14. is definitely not 27 months so they are paying 17 million dollars. is it fee? leap year
0: are we sure <laughs> yeah. i don't know oh shit <laughs> how, how many months do you add Dude, they are later? the
1: best negotiators of all time <laughs>
0: no but uh yeah
1: so they since they're leaving early they negotiated with Mike Oresko, and I assume he has a team of negotiators or whatever, but $17 no, it's million. Just, it's just him. $17 million. Jackson from the negotiator. Um, for them to get out of the conference. So there are so many little branches of what that could mean for the conference. Um, Oresko, our commissioner, basically said we're not in a hurry to expand or anything. We might, we'll might, probably, sounds like, just stand at 11 members and not try to add a 12th unless there's an obvious 12th. Uh, Boise State is the biggest one. We shot for them when the conference was formed. Uh, they have an awesome deal on their own in the Mountain West,
2: so I doubt that they would leave. I, I feel like it doesn't make sense for it's just that the amount of travel for them would be yeah
0: yeah awful. We'd have to, we, they'd have to get a pretty good deal from us. I feel like for that to be worth worthwhile. Yeah, it would I really mean any some.
2: deal they get would be more than they make from the Mountain West right now. I think even if they just get a share that's seven million, like that seven million a year.
0: I don't think, yeah, I don't think there's an obvious candidate right now. I think it's a smart move to wait. I think so, too. Because the other one
1: people are talking about is, like, Army, and they're, you know, <laughs> far away in the other direction. And so. obviously... Well, I mean,
2: they're, like, right next to... They're very close to Navy. Yeah, they're yeah, East Coast. But still, are, you're bringing yeah. in
1: the second team that you've got to travel
0: all that distance for. Are we the most was
2: I mean, it would still be smaller because you'd go from Connecticut down to, like where army is so it does technically shrink the conference still i guess from
0: that perspective. yeah but if you're
1: trying to you know we were already a very spread out conference and if you're trying mm-hmm. to make it more
0: localized that's not the way to do it obviously it's very good for tulsa because we are i mean hate to say it but we are towards the bottom of the conference mm-hmm. and the longer this conference exists like it's the better for us money wise yeah. and just i don't know exposure wise get, get as
2: much build up as much as we can before ucf i mean we houston, won we won 10 games in this
0: conference it's not like we're just like completely been schmoes or whatever no i mean we should have won football
2: too like back in 2016 i'm gonna harp on that like every oh game yeah. Or yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah because i was listening to the underdog dynasty podcast about us the episode they did good episode and they're talking about houston it like, it's like because they're surprised how close like how what the percentage of us winning was mm-hmm. by uh connelly and they look at you look at the history like we should have beat Houston two years in a row, I know. and we played them well last year. If we yeah. had a quarterback, we honestly we'd have won, but we'd have had a better shot. Yeah, but yeah, yeah two years ago we should have. Gone, what was it like a like twelve and one probably?
1: Yeah, and he, when we played Houston that year, they stopped us on the like one yard line to win the game. The the defensive line. Yeah, he put the, the ball the over the goal line. Too. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, right.
2: So it's that Nuts. yeah in the Navy game. I will I will harp on those and be happy to complain about those
0: for all time. <laughs> Brubaker, man, as you but, should be. He was <laughs> in the middle of the both.
2: Of, yeah, I, yeah, true.
0: And Ohio State that year, we lost forty-eight to three. That was the but only there was a game rainstorm we sh- in have That was the only it. game we should have Throw lost.
1: Throw off Dan Evans, man. <laughs> yeah, no rain. He fucking throws all over those guys. Th- in that f- was
2: the only game that I think we would not have won. But we should have. <laughs> w- we should have beat Houston and we should have beat Navy.
0: That's and right, I will to my day the say
2: game the fix was yeah we would have crushed Temple in the championship. Wouldn't <laughs> have even been close. I mean, what? More when- like Temple
0: of Gloom, am I right?
2: Yeah, Temple won because Navy like had no players left by the end of that season.
0: I'm trying to think.
1: So Coffee. I didn't. Or I didn't we start paying. Six bowl. I didn't start paying close attention to Tulsa football really until like my junior year of high school. Wow, and, bandwagon fan. Yeah, bandwagon fan. Right. Uh, you didn't but, know uh, who Mike Norvell is. No, nah, dude. Who the, who the hell is that? Is he the Tulane coach? I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> um, so I can't think back to too many past teams, but uh, I'm trying to think of like who would have been a better team. We don't have to go. That that that's a lot. The year before
0: but, you started college, the 2012 team. Yeah, that team was, the team. So did. yeah,
2: the,
1: I watched that team. The were they Bowl actually team. a more skilled team? Like they didn't. That was Cody Green at quarterback. Who got the you got But You had
0: year. you had the best running backs, Trey Watts oh, and and, and Douglas. Or, uh, no, single, Douglas is uh, better than Singleton and Singleton. Yeah, and it was probably the best defense until this year's defense. Yeah, it was really. It was actually like their pass rush, McCoyle, who's still in the NFL. And it de- um, it this depends what you mean team. by like, is
2: were they a better skilled team? Like, do they have better skilled players, or were they just like a better like our teams? We had teams back in. I mean, t- when Todd Graham was here, we were consistently yeah. good. Uh Back when we in the, had G- when G- 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 Kinney. Back, yeah, back in the eighties. JJ G- yeah, G- sure. I'm Sorry.
0: not saying
1: it's our best team of all time. I'm saying how many, like, how long has it been since we had a team? 2012
0: that and 2010, I would say are in the same. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would say that the Liberty. And role. probably some. Yeah, from- I mean, I
1: watched the 2012 team. That was one, that was my senior year, and I I watched a bunch of those games. Um, but it didn't seem like it was. I mean, I guess it's maybe I'm talking about the more the main difference like, as
0: was Dane Evans a lot better than Cody Green. Yeah. But the rest of that team around Cody Green was really good. And Cody Green was tall, so he's really good just like falling in the end zone <laughs> on QB sneaks. I also,
2: I also think it's because we were students in the 2016 time. And so we look Everyone's back. Everything's better when you're a student. Yeah. That's, that we look back with fond memories. Bias. Yeah,
1: that's Roger.
0: I was an alumni. I was, what's the word? I was just, No. I was not fond about it. It's <laughs> <I was> tortured. <laughs> um, They're so bad my last two years when Blankenship was coach. But... So
2: back to the – we got kind of on a tangent. Back to UConn. Yeah. So ESPN does have the ability to renegotiate the conference um, or the deal they made with the conference, Mm -hmm. the one that we just signed. Um, I really don't think it will make that much difference because we were talking about this earlier. And so when it comes to TV money, I think most of that is football. Uh, like ESPN will make more money off of football games than they will basketball games over the course of the year, because more people will watch, like football once a week than basketball every, like three times a week kind of thing. And so UConn was not one of the schools I think they were afraid of losing when they put in that renegotiation clause. Yeah, and so
1: I was gonna I was gonna mention the same thing for the same reason because in that clause, and I have a little bit of it here, they list. Five schools, right? As far as I know, um, UCF, it's a really Memphis, long clause, but yeah, they talk Cincinnati. about UCF, Memphis, Cincinnati, Houston, Houston and USF um, as all being the most likely to be poached by a bigger conference, and they mm-hmm. wanted a clause in there to renegotiate um, so that if the American loses one of their big time moneymaker schools and you know the highest rated teams, that they can you know renegotiate that whole. Contract.
2: Honestly, I think a Resco should go into that uh, renegotiation and be like, yeah, one point two. That's how much we want now, because we are saving ESPN money by not forcing them to show UConn
0: football. <laughs> I mean, that's they a power move. They had negative ratings last year. I People, people went you. out of their way to not watch <laughs> UConn. That's how bad it was for ESPN.
2: I, I think we're I think <laughs> we're in a better life. position without UConn in the conference.
1: I mean, not for uh, not for basketball. You can't make
2: that argument. I, I could, but I won't. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> they were below five hundred last year. Yeah, but like as and an overall, their recruiting class is is, is the second yeah. best.
2: No, I, I mean They're the big thing. The, the big thing with UConn is you get the New York market, because people in New York like UConn, especially like the women's basketball. That was a big reason. Like they lost UConn lost their specific contract they had with yeah, yeah. SNY, they don't SNY, yeah, that's TV right. network in yeah. New York for women's basketball, which was like a huge money maker for them. So.
0: They didn't want to be on the ESPN Plus package or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that was yep. a big complaint I saw. Um, but still, it's
1: like they—they're uh, just such a big brand in basketball. Even if they've been bad for whatever five years now, um, still, like, what is it? Four national championships since two thousand. Is that they right? They have
0: the most national championships since like whatever nineteen ninety nine. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. And so, just having that <laughs> brand in your conference is a definitely a big move. So that I think that might hurt, especially as we were talking about basketball makes I had the Are conference one of them.
0: Fifth best program
1: basketball wise in our conference. Best program,
0: yeah, not all time. I mean, like going forward.
1: Oh, so like how they've been recently?
0: Yeah, I'd go, I'd go Memphis, Houston, um, Cincy. So fourth, sorry, fourth. Wichita. Yeah,
1: what you could argue yeah, Wichita honestly, too. Recently, Wichita's been or Temple even. since the national championship.
0: I would
2: say if it gets renegotiated and we end up getting less money, I would not be surprised if it was. I mean. How much? What did? What was the final number? Was it over seven? Seven million. It was like 7.2. So like maybe like six, eight or something a million a year, which yeah. I mean, that's a size for 400,000 is a lot of and money. And if we don't
1: replace them with a 12th team, it ends up being, you know, about the same or more since right. we're distributing that money for 11 schools instead of 12.
2: Yeah. And I wonder if we add another team, if we can renegotiate to bump it up or if ESPN probably doesn't want to do that so that they don't have to spend more money.
1: Yeah, I think I saw something saying ESPN is just kind of sitting and waiting to see what we do until they decide whether to renegotiate or not. Um, yeah. And I don't know what they'd rather I, have. I honestly. don't.
2: I don't see us unless we add someone big, like if we add someone like Boise State or BYU, which are schools with big followings. Yeah. ESPN is probably not going to want to rene- renegotiate because we'd be in a stronger power. I mean, also, like position. aren't
0: we one of the first schools or first conferences to be like with this ESPN Plus deal? Which ESPN's really trying to push to get money. We're definitely the biggest conference so far. Yeah, so that's yeah, like I mean, so they have, want like, the people Mac. they want people to get the subscriptions for that, and we're easily the biggest mm. get of any college things for that. So yep. that's, I mean, it's not like we're our deals mostly on the networks. It's with this like streaming service or whatever.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's a that's a good point. Um, they're definitely trying to push that, and yeah, like I think the MAC and Conference USA both have things with ESPN Plus, but. Uh, the Americans way bigger than both those, and I don't think the Mountain West is doing anything with ESPN Plus, and they're the biggest competition we have. Yeah, I
2: was outside not, of the Power Five, I think they're CBS. Six. Yeah, I think my my thought, and like I've, these are just from stuff I've seen, is the best thing we can do is just wait, like a couple years, like maybe two, three years before we decide if we're going to add a 12th team. Yeah. Um, I don't think BYU is the right fit. I think it they're a big program, but I mean, you had issues last time they tried to join a conference with their honor code or whatever caused issues huh. with people. Yeah. Or it's the same thing with like when Liberty was trying to join conferences. Right. Yeah. Liberty is a lot
0: up. worse than BYU, but yeah. Right.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but it's this I mean, it's the similar idea there. And BYU doesn't necessarily help in the their they're like just as far west as
0: yeah, I think we have easy, a big sponsorship but... deal with Mountain Dew, so that would really screw things up. <laughs> no, but, but you're, you're
2: totally it's, right. It's, like you wanna you wanna force an arms race in the lower yeah. like. Well, think about it this way too.
0: Like sorry, but,
2: other conferences. But
0: think about how much uh, UCF's like value has skyrocketed in these last two years because right. of the undefeated. Think I mean, if some team in like some other conference like had that, they could be a potential target. Like UCF wasn't a huge name they're a household name now because of the right. last two seasons. So yeah. that could happen with somebody. And it's
2: it's got to be a school that's willing to put in the money first to make sure that their program is, and I say this, this is kind of like ironic because TU is like you can barely afford our athletic. So feels somewhat hypocritical, but I mean, you want to wait for a school that's showing that it's willing to put in. And then we also, unfortunately, like probably can't target anybody in the state of North Carolina just because ECU won't like, that's the, you gotta you gotta also not piss off your current members by picking people. So it's like any anybody I from swear Texas, to God
0: if they get Oral Roberts,
2: <laughs> anybody from Texas is gonna be tough because you're gonna have Houston and SMU complaining. Another school from Florida is gonna be tough because you already have two there. There's no other school in Oklahoma that we they could go for.
0: Um, yeah, hear that Oral Roberts, <laughs> stay where you are.
2: I mean, yeah. You, so you think what are the app state? Where are they? I heard that they're. Um, are they Virginia, I think West that, Virginia. How am I forgetting this?
0: There's somewhere would, in the Appalachians. I'm gonna guess.
2: Yeah. So then, you, but then you also have like uh, who? Sorry, Georgia, State, Georgia State and Atlanta.
1: Yeah, and those are, those are like no. I mean, I they think don't they're gonna shoot bigger those. than that. Those,
2: those were the, those were the two, those are the two big ones from. Uh, are they the fun, fun belt? Or are they? They're Sun not belt. Conference USA, right? Who? App State and Georgia, Georgia Southern. Is the one I was thinking of.
1: Yeah, I mean, either way, and you, and you also don't want to just, um, you know, I'm not saying you're doing this because you're not, because F-state's been good for a while, but you don't want to just ride the hype wave of who's good now in the G5. Otherwise, you know, then then you're talking about teams like North Texas who exploded yeah, or, over or, the last two or Tulsa. years, um, or Tulsa, of course, yeah. who has gone three and
0: nine and two and ten. Uh, so North Texas with the quarterback that should be playing for Tulsa with Mason Fine. Yeah, yeah man, I know. It hurts every time. It'd be, it'd be nice,
1: um, but that's just another thing to keep in mind. You can't just go for that's why i think ecs ecf and houston haven't been chomped up already uh, they've been good they're they're both great programs but you know the power 5 programs probably want to see a little bit longer time and if they're still doing this well and when the next round of realignment comes around i mean they're going to be the first ones gone
2: but there is there like another round of realignment because it's a lot of it's based on tv contracts and And the way it's set up now is like no conference has tv contracts that end anywhere near each other
1: no that's not true there's a bunch there's like two or three that end in 2025
2: i think it's at most two because i read i was reading about it like the pac-12 is separate sec is separate big 10 might be the same as acc because there's some, an article I read on, the on, I think I want to say it was The Athletic, just about, because uh, it was somebody talking about how there should be no conferences anymore and that you should just have all the really good schools playing one, which I think would destroy college football because it would suck. Yeah, I saw that uh, one too. But it sounded like a lot of it is the TV deals just don't really line up. Yeah,
1: you might be right. I have to double check on that.
0: Moving on. All right. Yeah. Uh, moving
1: so, down the football line. So we are. A lot of time on UConn. <laughs> well, they're easy to yeah we don't care him. whatever
0: yeah, yeah. It's, great, yeah. yeah it's, like, it's like I don't miss her whatever <laughs> I mean like she, I'm just going talk, talk about talk her 40 about. minutes <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: in very very good news very cool news if you haven't heard if you remember I guess we'll start back then Christian Williams safety on Tulsa's football team last year uh started the season at safety uh had a career game against Texas when we played at Texas last year I had like 11 tackles some some really cool number um Got hurt, uh, didn't? It wasn't really a, an injury where you saw it happen. Um, he played that whole game, and then after that, after that week, sometime before the next game, uh, which was around mid September, he was diagnosed with this thing called an Arnold Chiari Type One malformation. Which uh, I looked that up is a fluid filled cyst, commonly known as a syrinx, which has likely been there since birth. Uh, so he's and playing with that apparently has been dangerous his entire life, and so. He found that, or they found that, and advised him to stop playing football entirely um, forever, basically. And so he announced, I don't remember if it was on Twitter or Instagram or something, um, but that he was going to stop playing football. His career in football was over, and he was not going to play anymore. Um, So that was super bad news. We got that last year, uh, especially with the season he had already started having and how well the defense was doing. Um, But, uh, you know, fast forward several months, and... He goes into surgery for that uh, with the advice from Philip Montgomery and his family and a bunch of other people uh, and got surgery in February. And all of a sudden he's back on the field. He's practicing again. Uh, he joined the team again August 1st and has been practicing since then. Everything I've heard from Kelly Hines and uh, Dakota Gregory and you know, people writing about preseason camp saying he's doing really well um, have you guys heard is that all the same information you've heard on Christian and yeah, apparently. what do you think about him coming back
0: he got a second opinion from a surgeon in Dallas apparently is that what it was yeah okay cool Fox 23 um, <laughs> nice. uh, and so he got a second opinion on that they did surgery take it out that's all I know off that but yeah just happy for him that's cool because like a guy I mean think about it works his whole life to try to like go to college get a scholarship and all like, you know play football and then it's like taken away so quickly just yeah. with like a freak like injury nothing can do about that yeah it was awful yeah so he's felt bad for him and he's he i mean just happy for him to be back and i think it's i mean from a tulsa football standpoint it's good for us he was a starter last year we lose Woodfield, um so he's big to have at safety position especially for playing three safeties with him and manny bunch and like bryson powers or whoever's the third safety yeah so something i was going to ask you guys is do you think he starts at the beginning of
1: the year because I, I looked up kind of who the competition is at, at safety this year, and we've got three safety positions, right? So we've got a strong safety, a free safety, and then the Nickelback who kind of is back there as
0: yeah, a safety Yeah, which, which he was at the beginning of last year. Is that what he started yeah, as? Yeah, he started as that. Okay. So,
1: like, to get that position, I think the the other people playing that are this Brandon Johnson, who I don't think played last year. I don't remember no, that No, who was number 28? Um, and then Mike Garrett Jr., I think is the other one. Or Tiny Martin. Uh, so, like... Outside of Manny Bunch and Bryson Powers, we've got you know, this Brandon Johnson guy, Marcus Mays, Mike Garrett Jr., and Tyneal Martin. Tyneal Martin,
0: that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. So he, and I know he played he, some Martin year. played last year. Him yeah. and Powers did. So And Powers had a great – he had a solid year. He had a solid year. He's yeah. young, too. I think he's a sophomore this year. He's a freshman last year. Um, So you think he in there? I think I think it would either be Williams or Martin. Yeah. Um. Right now, I would just – you just don't know after that kind of injury. It's hard to come back. Um, and he's a sm- I don't know how much if he lost weight because he's already a small guy, right? True. So I don't know what his physical standpoint is. I, I think I would want him to start from just I mean, cool story. Yeah, right. But I also thought he had a really good year last year, so I'm hoping he starts. But I, I feel like it might be Martin to start the season. Yeah,
2: especially I mean I don't know if you take into consideration who you're playing when it comes to should you start someone who you uh, know is coming back from good point a, a life altering <laughs> surgery, but. I mean, we play Michigan State first. It seems like he's full-go practice. It's a, and it's a road game. Maybe they want to wait for him to be at home to start. Yeah, I, you don't just, know. Just a thought. And so that's why I could see them, like, having make the decision for him not to start right away.
1: Yeah, that's a good point, because I, th- I think a lot of the battle for him is going to be mentally as well, you know, with his big, you know, return to football. And is that going to be too much um, on the road? Like, a huge team. It's going to be packed there. It's their season opener. Uh, I don't know, maybe that doesn't make an impact I mean, but he I played, feel like it would
0: played great at Texas last year, so
1: yeah, but it wasn't his first game. and it's coming fair. back from uh, you know this right. big injury.
0: And would I be surprised
2: if he starts? No, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I think he's got what it takes to and I think if he if that's what it I mean if he does, I think he'll I mean he's obviously shown that adversity is not gonna trip him up yeah. at all. Um, but I, I I guess I wouldn't really be surprised either way. But I think, it's I, think been I, more... I think I want him to start. I've, I've, I think he'd be our best option.
0: He seems pretty mentally strong, just from what I've seen. I feel like it's the, the, the setback would be physical, I would guess. Yeah. It's just getting back into football shape. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, that's kind of what I'm thinking too. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, like, like I mentioned, it, it, look, it sounds like he's playing well. So I hope that continues and he works his way into the solid, solid starter that he was last year and um, maybe starts the season like that
0: football players and the pros
1: okay yeah so uh whoever put this in the notes you can take it off i i only know of four we're going to talk about nfl current nfl tulsa players as far as i know so whoever wants to start
2: that one off can go ahead are are we limiting ourselves to nfl it just says pros i don't know who put this in the notes canadian football league not professional i didn't put it
0: in i didn't put it in I don't remember putting it in. <laughs> we, we made this note in our it? meeting. I didn't.
2: I think I it thought Pat. Outline. I'm pretty sure Pat said I something. I put the
0: next one in. I think
2: you said something at our meeting last week.
0: If you have access to our Google Doc. Yeah, we have meetings. We're legit. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, let's go back. We have an office. <laughs> How do I? It's my nook. All right. Oh, look at
1: the version history. I yeah. forgot you could do that. But this what? doesn't count because I typed a bunch of this stuff. And I just typed what I heard you guys saying. So it's gonna say. It was I token.
0: <laughs> wow wow token, you're <laughs> really the only one who have typed anything wow. on this it was not my idea wow token
1: oh there it is football players and the pros right mm-hmm.
0: yeah so token lead it off <laughs> yeah what do you got for us <laughs> hey we god
1: well, i actually i've got notes on this so hey I'm, I'm always ready we have if we're just counting nfl um Four.
2: which we're not because that's biased but, actually so.
1: 3.5 we have 3.5 NFL players we have Charles Clay who has been in the NFL for a long time now he's a tight end he's yeah. on the Cardinals he's on the Cardinals now mm-hmm. yep as
0: of uh, two days ago mm-hmm. I right. wrote these notes down solid fantasy player um, yeah,
1: yeah o- fantasy
2: O-U, OU to TU right there is that right he transferred from OU no no, no, no Kyler, Kyler Murray.
0: Murray to
2: TU grad Charles Clay for oh, touchdown oh, I see what you're saying <laughs> yeah. that would be awesome gets the entire state except Stillwater alright
1: <laughs> um chandler miller and the next guy willie wright both played on Tu's football team last year they as far as i know have not been officially signed to either of these teams Uh, but chandler miller is on the falcons he's a center he was a center for us and the cool like different thing is willie wright uh is on the cleveland browns right now trying to make that team and is also a center and he did not play center for us so he has had a little bit of a position change uh, and apparently he's doing pretty well. Um, or was it Chandler Miller you were saying was doing? No, Willie Wright. Okay, Willie Wright, yeah. Yeah. So those three, um, you know, another, Charles Clay's... Another
2: T-U-O-U connection? <laughs>
1: True. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, good point. Um, so, yeah, we've got three currently actively trying to make a roster or are on a roster, and then Dexter McCoyle, who, as far as I know, played last year for the Chargers,
0: yeah. uh,
1: is a free agent right now. So he's not currently on a team. He was a safety for the Chargers He played in the CFL for a couple of years too. Um, Won a couple of great cups over there. All time TU leader in interceptions, I believe. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I I didn't know he wasn't on a team anymore. I was a little surprised to see that. Uh, But I think he's still, you know, he's a free agent. So he's trying to get back on a team. Hopefully he gets there. But I don't really know the story behind that one.
0: Yeah. If you're watching Hard Knocks, Willie Wright and Chandler Miller would be like those rookies trying to make the team who they focus on. So (laughs) it's really up in the air. Every year, TU seniors, you know, when they make, that's kind of what they do. Yeah. Undrafted guys trying to make a team. But that's how McCoy made a team, and I'm pretty sure not sure about Clay. I thought Clay, he was undrafted. Clay was drafted. Clay was drafted. Okay. Yeah, he was really good at use so that makes sense. But there's been guys like that all the time. Um Yeah. So hopefully they make it. Seems like Wright's more likely right now, from what I've read. Really? Yeah. But that's cool I mean Chandler Miller, as we all know, he started like eighty games in a row. <laughs> yeah. Right. Announcers always like to say that. Mr. Consistent, man. Yeah. Um, and then also I saw that uh, McKinley
1: Woodfield, you know, you, he had a small chance of getting drafted. I thought um, didn't end up getting drafted, and didn't even shoot for a team. He went he straight to coach, coaching. Yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't even try to. I don't know. Maybe he did try, and maybe things he just happened. Really wanted to be a coach. Um, yeah, I think he's coaching in, Tul- in Tulsa or
0: Texas. I don't know. I, I saw he's remember. coaching a high school team. Um,
1: Trey Watts also is coaching for the for
0: Edison. Casha? Oh, no, it's Casha.
1: Uh, somebody's coaching for Edison. I don't remember. Well,
0: Trey Watts, Casha. Okay. Go Commandos.
1: Some Tulsa player is now, okay, so that's cool. I didn't know he was a cashier guy. Um, but now somebody else is coaching for Edison football, and that was also super exciting. Yeah, because it's cool having those guys around. If we can, uh, you know, maybe we get him on the Tulsa coaching staff in a couple of years, and that'd be fun. So Matt looked this up, and mckinley Woodfield is a coach, not in Texas, and is Tulsa. He is the one that is coaching for Edison. So it's not a different guy. mckinley Whitfield is the Edison coach. Do you know what his is? he like a certain position? Safety coach. Safety's coach. All right. So that's super cool. He's still in town, uh, which is, you know, that's always fun, having people stay in the area. Uh, anything else you want to cover about TU people in the pros? Or do we nah, want to go into the CFL on. stuff? No, Dane Evans is killing on. it as the starter. Yeah. Did you watch... The uh, game against the um, Lions, BC Lions. No, I had things Dude, to do. Did
2: you watch that? Oh, was that last week. It was a am- yeah.
1: So was I bad. was watching that game, and they it was it was so much fun. They were down. I think it was uh, I think it was thirty four to nineteen in the fourth quarter. Hamilton was down. Who Dane is the quarterback for, mm-hmm. and he's starting because the uh, what's,
2: what's his name eight. Jeremiah towards Masoli and, ACL. Towards
1: ACL. Yeah, so he's out for the whole season. So it's Dane's team for the rest of the season you know, unless he super blows it. Uh, but he was the starter last week, and they lost by one, or they lost by one score at, with 20 seconds left. The other team scored and won the game. Um, and then this week uh, came in, looked fine. Like the, They scored on their first drive, and they were winning right away. Um, offense pretty much sputtered for the rest of the first half, and they were down big. And then, like I said, fourth quarter, 34-19 to 19, BC Lions. And also the BC Lions have Brian Burnham, who played to you, and he was killing it that game. So it was super fun to watch for TU stuff. Um, but 34-19 Lions over the Tiger Cats. And Dane, I mean, put together a couple of just absolutely beautiful drives late in the fourth quarter, came back, and, like, with, I think it was, like, a minute left exactly, maybe, uh, threw, like, a 30-yard touchdown pass on the corner, like, corner side, like, sideline of the end zone uh, to their best receiver, the Speedy Banks guy. And Go up by one point, so it's thirty-five to nine, 35, 34 and then the BC Lions quarterback threw, threw a pick while they were trying to you know do their last-minute drive thing, and it was awesome. It was super, super exciting. Really cool game from Dane. Fun to watch. Uh, makes me want to watch all all CFL games basically. Go Tiger Cats. Um, yeah, go Tiger Cats, man. Go uh, Hamilton Tiger Cast and listen to that. Um, yeah, it was super cool. Uh, so I was pumped about that. Uh, okay move on to last topic
2: yay camp
0: yeah so i mean tulsa's going through fall camp right now really summer camp um not too much fun i don't know i don't know if they made any new friends or <laughs> made some girlfriend they're gonna tell their friends back at middle school that's real uh, <laughs> these are summer camp jokes uh but yeah so it looks i mean the main thing is still no quarterback decided
2: yeah. Yeah. And it's not even because I think we were, none of us were expecting there to be a quarterback decided until uh, so, like, like you I were was expecting there to be one. Yeah. But I, then I changed I my mind after like just thinking about it for I'm a while. Like,
0: I'm the one that tweeted the thing I about mean, after, it. After, after, started uh, the takes of this. Yeah. I don't know. Right.
2: <laughs> after, after our last talk about it, I wasn't expecting any change in that. But the comments Montgomery made about, um, no quarterback really separating themselves. I don't know if that's just more like throwing, like trying to throw people off the trail that he's not prepping <laughs> anyone. I don't but think it, so. it's, it's really, it's really not a, a, a an exciting thought. It's like neither quarterback is really impressing.
1: I mean, it sounded more like that practice,
0: right? I yeah, fe- I it, think he was it, just talking about the practice that Kelly Hines wrote about, where mm-hmm. it's like the defense shut him yeah. out. Okay.
1: Yeah, like both quarterbacks, they you know switched off starting who was going to start with the first team and they both threw picks, and no one scored a passing touchdown. Like, there was one rushing touchdown, and it was just a bad day on offense. I don't know if he means, like you were saying, like this whole like like this whole, summer, like fall camp has been like that, or if that just meant this could have been, you know, with one person doing so bad, the other person really had a chance to stand out and become the guy, mm-hmm. and it just didn't happen this time. Um, that's what I kind of took from it, but it very well may have been, you know, no one's really been the guy yet, which is a much more depressing
0: like, thought. We So we had the spring game, and we all thought Zach Smith stood out yep. mainly in the deep ball. Like yep. He had two huge bo- like bombs to uh, Stokes. Yep. He But I mean, I'm, I'm going to guess what's happening, because from the spring game, he wasn't very good at underneath passes, and anything that wasn't like a 60-yard pass, he was kind of struggling. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's still kind of coming up in practice now. Just
2: switch quarterbacks when you like you want to pass <laughs> yeah. short not predictable deep. at all
0: i will say yeah going into the season no matter who the quarterback is i think the deep ball will be our best bet both of them have much better arms we don't than... need
2: to we don't need to throw in the short we can just run and then... yeah we just have no mid-pass
0: we, we should i mean honestly we, i'd rather have that than
1: this crap that we've been seeing for the last two
0: years what just like bubble screens just like go feet yeah, where people said
2: just
1: let's just throw up some bombs and complete them. Complete them every yeah, now and then. Not there. interceptions,
2: though, because we've, we've had quite arm a few punts? of those.
0: <laughs> That's true.
2: We don't need arm punts. Our punter's already good enough. You <laughs> could have better hang time. We'll talk about this next episode, Matt. He's literally on a, like a, the awards preseason watch list. Because they know, only looked at the the distance. Ones. They weren't looking at the hang time. Yeah.
0: The hang time wasn't great.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, uh, well, I can see that. My new segment this year, Pat's punts. That's going to just talk yeah. about the, talk about the deep time. analysis of each Thomas Bennett pump. Get excited, punt. fans. It's going to be riveting. From, from the uh, point of view of his dad. <laughs> hey, that would actually be pretty good. <laughs> oh, mate, that's a fucking shit punt. <laughs> where, where is, is his God, dad from? from? Australia. He's from Australia. Yeah. Is <laughs> he? I think so.
1: <laughs> I hope so. Otherwise, that's, I don't know where we got that from. Um,
0: oh, yeah. that's a fucking good punt.
1: Dude, dude kangaroo i'm ready for some bombs this year i i want to see them
0: from the punter or the quarterback both
1: man give me all the bombs except there's probably i don't know is there a bad version of a bomb oh uh, yeah and the explosive kind those <laughs> <Yes>. are bad <laughs> wow
2: yeah so pat you were talking about this um but i'm a, i'm gonna just do you guys feel like there is a different vibe to the team this year just definitely like, for the
0: defense
1: yeah i mean the defense has a lot of confidence just i think that's based on how they did last year especially in the passing game and how they're feeling like they have so many people coming back this year it's hard not to be excited about the defense and i
0: think it mainly the d-line i think well there's talent at all three levels like i think there's pros on all three levels honestly gibson collins evans Mm -hmm. um and like some of the guys that left like it's gonna i'm gonna miss hill and we're gonna miss whitfield but honestly like Miles Mouton, I'd rather have Colin Wick there on the DN. I think we'll be better in pressure that way. Jackson Player having one more Ender's belt, I'm yep. really big on Jackson Player this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so defense, I think that like they shut out the offense. It's not just because the offense is bad. I think it's because the defense is really good.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially in the passing game, like the they're you know Montgomery's complaining about not throwing touchdown passes, but, and the reason. But yeah, I agree. It's a awesome. different vibe.
0: It's not. It doesn't feel like the last couple of years. Feel like Montgomery's like give them time. Anytime like Cam, he's always like you know give them like this year. It's more like we're flying around like it's mm-hmm. confidence. And it's like not, it's not like it's not like it feels like they're all like motivated and not like they're I, didn't, I don't think they're ever entitled but definitely the opposite of entitlement yeah it's like we gotta work for everything. nobody believes in us mm-hmm. nobody's gonna give us anything we have to get it yeah token yeah token what nobody's gonna give them an apple credit card <laughs> oh no I was just saying because token thought we were gonna go five and seven but oh but we'll see, I mean that I still... was a
1: very off the cuff comment I'm gonna for our season preview I will I'll revisit.
0: And yeah. Have a Spoilers. But it might yeah, still be five and seven. But yeah, they, I think there is a different vibe. I think there's confidence. I mean, a lot of that defense is back. A lot of them are senior juniors, so experience. And I mean, I think it was Bill Hastings who said it in his article, but it's probably the best defense since 2012 when we won the Conference USA and beat Blake Bortles in the championship game. No big deal. <laughs> um UCF. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah.
1: True. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it. I mean, it looks like we've just got ballers all over the field on the defensive end. If the offense can be half of the defense, that's going to be a good offense. But I don't know if that's going to happen. Like we've got the, we've got the skill players there, except we just need somebody to prove themselves at quarterback. Quarterback and O line is a big O line is the biggest one. Yeah,
2: and eh, probably quarterback still, but.
1: We I don't not. know, man. We were... I mean, it looks rocky on the <laughs> yeah. L line.
2: We were not good O-line. I mean, if you just look at O-line statistics, we were one of the worst in protecting the quarterback specifically. Granted, Last a year? lot of, yeah. Because with bowl-
1: two NFL draft picks.
0: Right. Well, and bowling and, went down. That hurt us a lot. True. Yeah. And, well, bowling. they weren't draft picks. Well, yeah. But two NFL, NFL roster so yeah. players at this current moment, yeah. hopefully <laughs> still when we release this episode. <laughs>
2: right. But And I think part of that can be somewhat explained in that, how often did the quarterback run out of the pocket pretty quickly? Is that always because the pocket collapsed or is that because
0: also holding onto the ball too
2: long? Yeah. yep, yeah, For and, sure. And incorrectly like tuck, tuck that <laughs> oh ball. Oh my in. God.
1: I forgot. We just had so many complaints about that last year. Yeah. Oh my God. It's not great. Yeah. Um, oh, that was
2: pretty Yeah. Just looking at, looking at that fun fact though, I will say Michigan state's offensive line last year was worse. So, Hey, let's go will be. I'm very excited to talk about that game because it's a very interesting. Like, we both both of us, like us and Michigan State, have really good defenses. Granted, theirs is like a top ten in the country, but our hey, offense is number are...
0: nine pass defense last yeah, year. Yeah, they have two. We'll get this when we do the preview. But they have two guys who are in ESPN's top fifty players in the country. We're both on defense. Jeez. Um, that's scary. But I'd argue Zayvon Collins is better than both. So, hey, Yolo. let's go. Okay, yeah, that's all I really want to talk about with the camp. We'll talk about this more next week, I think.
2: Yeah, do we want to talk like so? The whole the schedule is next week. Oh, we didn't even we never mentioned who our interview with is. Oh yeah. So next week, uh, we are doing, we'll be releasing two episodes, um, filming them, recording them at the same time, filming, filming them live from the Golden Hurricane Studios, um. So what is it? The first episode is going to be—I don't well—I won't say first. One of the episodes is going to be uh, just us, and we'll be doing our season overview. No, just the Michigan. We'll be doing the Michigan State preview because we're doing the series, We're doing the season overview in the second episode with
1: Dakota Gregory from the Tulsa World. The newest reporter there, right? Yeah. So Kelly Hines got what seems like a promotion uh, to be kind of the, she used to just be TU reporting and now she's doing TU, OU, and OSU. Uh, She does really good. uh, She's a really good writer. She does an awesome job. So congrats to Kelly. And in her place, it seems like uh, they have hired Dakota Gregory and I think he went to OSU. Uh, I think I read that somewhere.
2: That would be my assumption.
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's going to be the full-time TU guy. So we're super pumped to have a new reporter in the Tulsa world covering TU athletics. I uh, thought it would be a really awesome opportunity to bring him on the show, talk about the season coming up and what he's seeing at fall camp. Uh, knows way more than we do about what's going on in the background. So it would be really fun to talk to him. I'm super pumped.
2: I guess Goodbye. one last quick thing. Um, this is just in changing the way that I talked about it last year, I'm probably not going to talk like in-depth stats on an episode basis just because that was me talking a lot about numbers that might not make sense if I just ramble on and on for 10 to 20 minutes. Um, I could do that forever. Like, don't get me wrong. I love talking about numbers. But drum roll. uh, This season, I'm going to do put all that into a blog. Woo! It's going to be called Herc's Corner. Herc is our, uh, what would you call him, a popcorn kernel a f- a f- <laughs> or a fart cloud. Cloud? <laughs> fart cloud? Probably a fart cloud. Yeah, he is that one mascot that looked like a fart cloud. He is, uh, he's in our logo. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's in our logo. He's the bad boy of the logo, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely the bad boy. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be called Herc's Corner. And to start with, it's probably just going to be me talking about statistics. Um, and so I'll probably do like five factors, weekly analysis on there, things like that. Um but then I mean we'll see where it goes. I'm kind of hoping to do maybe some articles just about the team in general. Uh maybe about the history. One that I'm really kind of excited for is learning more about just the history of TU sports. And so I've been reading a lot about you know different eras of our football dominance like when we were like one of the top teams in the 40s uh <laughs> when we won an imaginary bowl game against New Mexico. Like, those are kind of cool stories, fun to learn. Um, so, I, I worked for the Collegian, as you guys know, at TU. I was the sports yeah. editor. He was my boss. Yeah. <laughs> Pat worked for me for, for a year. Um, so, I, I enjoy writing. It'll be writer, fun. To Look Matt. for that in the future. Yeah. And I know uh, at some
1: date. I know me and Pat are also hoping to contribute to that um, just with some articles every now and then and probably do like a gossip column. Yeah, why not? Yeah. You know, It'd be fun.
2: Um,
1: but I'm <laughs> yeah. thinking like, you know, as this gets rolling, gets bigger and bigger, uh, we can, you know, hopefully it'll turn into a full fledged blog uh, moving on in the season. We'll have all of us contributing a lot um, as we go forward. So I think it's the start of a really cool thing. I'm super pumped that Matt had the idea and wants to get going with it. So stay tuned. Look for uh, look for some posts on Herc's Corner. It'll be fun all right wrap. well uh i don't remember how i used to close out shows so i'm not gonna try uh to do it from my memory but we are asked at... like kind of like uh did like a jazz scat like
0: <laughs> you know, through your mouth <laughs> dude yeah, i'll just can... uh
1: i'll replay your song from the beginning of the episode at the end and uh it'll be fine
2: are you gonna play it at the beginning and at the end this no, is
0: the end, end of the we've show the, uh, no that. more stuff we are done stop at talking golden on twitter goodbye stay golden Oh yeah, <laughs>
1: It's like riding a bike.